Hi, my name's Catherine and I'm your host for season two of My Study Journey. In this six-part podcast, we hear inspiring stories and delve into what life is really like as an international student studying here at TAFE Queensland. Today we have the wonderful Mario with us. Mario is studying on the Gold Coast, which is southeast Queensland. We're very excited to hear from you and thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm from Chile. I was born in Chile and I grew up in Santiago, which is uh, the capital. I have a massive family, so mom, she was divorced when I was 13. It was quite challenging because in Chile, the society is very old-fashioned, so divorced women in the past, they struggle a lot raising a family, finding a job, and trying to combine both lifestyles. So it was quite challenging for her. I'm the oldest of five siblings, so we are like a f- very attached as a family. So mm-hmm. our tradition has been for years, gather once a month and have a massive lunch and start drinking after. My brother was always in the barbecue, doing the steak. Mom, she was always doing, uh, making the salad. And we were just laughing the last nine years in Chile. I worked for the mobile company. I was a key account manager, so my office was always on a plane. So I was flying to everywhere. I had a puppy. Well, she wasn't a puppy anyway, but she was my baby. She was my little princess. Uh, Unfortunately, she passed away last year. Mm -hmm. That was the sadness moment that I faced here because she was always with me. She was my priority. Mm-hmm. Or my friend said, she had the best life because I've been single for a while. So we used to drive to the coast to one of our favorite restaurants. And I always went to that restaurant with her. And she loved prawns and oysters all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew her so well. So she always got her plate with prawns and pineapple sorbet for this day. It was all the time, it was all routine, every single weekend, and we had so much fun together. She was amazing. So when I had to make this decision, oh my God, my heart was broken, Mm. and I cried for a week. When I made the decision to leave Chile, it took me a while because it was her. Mm. And mom said, go there. Do not worry. I look after her because I know how important it is for you. And I was sending money all the time to pay for everything for her. Because her oysters. She, yeah. Oyster and spa because <laughs> mom, she always made, made fun for me about, you know, making an appointment for her every Sunday for the spa because I was traveling all the time and she was by herself yeah. at home. So I was feeling kind of guilty. So my way to get rid of that feeling was, you know, make that appointment, give her like a special treatment. So while she was having that an hour massage, I was in front having a coffee. (laughs) I used to travel a lot and I did enjoy so much my work because I used to manage 150 people and I used to make forecasts all the time, interview people, hire people, and I did enjoy working with them. So I used to teach them how to do their job in a very positive way. 
So when I made the decision to quit to my job and to quit to my life, and I spoke with my vice president, he looked at me and basically he said, I do not understand because you have a brain. Yeah. It's what do you want? It's money. And said, mm. this is not about money anymore. It's about, I do like this so much, but there's something miss. I'm feeling this emptiness. And he asked me, what was my plan? And said, you know, I'm going to Australia. I'm going to do an English program. When you spoke to your manager about coming to Australia, what made you decide to come to Australia out of you, all the com- it's, countries? You know, it was funny because I was doing my job. I did enjoy my job. And one morning I woke up, I walked to the shower, and I looked at myself in the mirror. And then this thought came to me. And I asked myself, what have you been doing? What are you doing? What do you want to do? Are you feeling all right? Are you really happy? All these questions came in like 10 seconds, and it was just me looking my reflection in the mirror, and I saw myself naked, naked in terms of, you know, I'm facing this question, and it's true. There's something miss. I'm doing this like a robot, and I have my family. I'm having long naps because I'm flying all the time. And my friends used to say, oh, you have a dream job. Yeah, but my, the car picked me up 5 a.m. And 6.30, I was in a meeting. 1.30 a.m., I was back in my hotel room answering emails because I wasn't able to do anything. So I was all day, like, talking with people, training people, hiring people. I was exhausted. I had a really good life, but it wasn't enough. But something missed. I stopped smiling. I stopped enjoying life and my spare time. And then I decided to quit. And when I did it, all my friends, they look at me and say, you must be crazy, you, you lost your mind. And then I had this conversation with my family and mom, she looked at me and said, basically she said, I've been waiting for so long to have this conversation with you. Wow. I knew you were not happy. I know you care so much about me, but this is about you now. I quit, I book everything, I contact my uh, student agency, I ask them to find me a really good college. They sent me all TAFE information, I found it good. I didn't know much about TAFE by then. So I came here and the day after I landed, I was walking around Brisbane. I felt like goosebumps. I was like, what is this? I never felt this in any of the cities that I visited before. I realized this was my place. And since then, I have had so much happiness in my life. I haven't stopped smiling. I haven't stopped laughing. And I'm so grateful because, you know, for a very first time, I'm enjoying my life. I'm enjoying myself. And I can be myself. Mm. Like, because in Chile, you know, to be gay, it's like now it's okay, but it wasn't okay. If you had like a really good position here, no one cared. They voted yes for fairness. They voted yes for commitment. They voted yes for love. Everyone like accept you. Everyone is welcome you. And oh my God, that makes so much sense to me. And for a very first time, I start being myself. So I take off my costume. And I came here basically naked and I showed myself and I showed my soul. Mm. And I've been matching so well. I have met amazing, amazing people here. They welcome me in a beautiful way. So at the beginning I was living in Brisbane. Then I met someone, we moved together, we started a kind of relationship. 
and he knew the manager of the first restaurant that I started working. It was my very first time that I worked in my life in hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fun because I had no idea what to do. Yeah. No idea. I had no idea how to carry a tray. And everyone laughed at me. And I always thought, I had, back in Chile, a housemate doing everything for me. You're my, kidding. No, my only job was to open my robe and pick up my clothes because she organized everything per day. I had nothing. And when I used to stay in bed for a while, she used to knock my door and say, you have to go to war because you have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> and your breakfast is ready. And Wow, and, she made you breakfast and everything. Oh, she was fun. So it was so fun because I had no idea what to do. What kind of restaurant was it? Was it very... Was a fine, yeah, yeah, it was a fine dining yeah. restaurant. It was an award-winning restaurant. Uh, I started working in a luxury, a small luxury hotel, a Hudson House in Cabarita Beach. I never heard the Aussie accent before, and I struggled <laughs> a lot the first six months trying to understand. Because even when I was working there, I got a customer, and he asked me for a vodka lime and soda, and he got like this very Aussie accent, and I had no idea what he asked me. <laughs> and I asked him to repeat 10 times <laughs> because I couldn't get it. I walked back to the restaurant and I asked my manager to go there and please check for me because I couldn't. He was <laughs> laughing and he at the end said, you know, Mario, that is the very Aussie accent. It took me a while. Can you try and do say it how he said it? It was, I'm pretty sure he says something like volcano and said, so, this doesn't make sense for me anyway because it's not on the menu. And my yeah. manager, he was laughing because I was trying to explain. <laughs> And I repeat what I heard, and he was just laughing. And Someone's I ordering a volcano. <laughs> exactly. And he was laughing ab about me and the, the whole situation. And then he came back to me, and he looked at me and said, you are so adorable, and but this is the awesome <laughs> accent, so you need, to, you need to make an effort and say, okay, uh, I get it. So I start like listening to podcasts and movies like with, to develop my understanding of the Aussie accent. Now mm -hmm. I... I I completely get it, yeah. <laughs> so there's no way I can't. But at the beginning, it was fun anyway. And everyone was so lovely to me because everyone, absolutely everyone since I landed here, mm -hmm. and they feel curious about me and why I made the decision to quit, like a, for many, a perfect life, mm. to come to a country where you have no one, you were never before, and reset yourself and start from zero. Once uh, we broke up, I moved back to the Gold Coast and I started working at the Star Casino mm -hmm. because my best friend knew the ex-manager there. What was it like, the difference, going from such a high role to then working in something like hospitality where you're serving people? So fun. Yeah? <laughs> I had so much fun and I have so much fun because, you know, I can't be without making jokes with my customer in, in my tables, around me. That's me all the time. And that is something that I was in a cage back in Chile. Right. Now it's myself. And my best friend asked me the same question when I first told them, you know, I'm working as a waiter. And he looked at me like, you, like a waiter, saving people. You have no idea how to pour like water in your own glass. He said, well, I know how to do that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like that. But, and he asked me, how is that? And, you know, you have no idea how much fun I do have mm. doing this, working all day. It's not about, you know, labels or position. It's about you. 
mm-hmm. and it's about me. And, and I really like it because I have had so much joy doing that, and I really like it. I like it because I like talking with people. I like interacting with people. I like listening to people's stories. Mm. Mm. And I do admire people working in hospitality because it's challenging as well. You are kind of psychologist because you need to, <laughs> people want to talk to you about the uh, issues yeah. and other things that you need to pay attention, listen carefully. Sometimes they are mad and you need to understand they are not mad at you. It's challenging, it's fun, I did enjoy, and I developed another skill that mm. I had no idea I had. I moved back to the Gold Coast and I started working at 19. Which is at the Star Casino. At the Star Casino, exactly. It's my second job in Australia, actually. And I've been working there for almost three years. Mm -hmm. And it has been exactly the same. I do enjoy so much. Long story short, I finished my English program. Then I enrolled into design. But I couldn't because that year into design wasn't running in the second semester. Mm-hmm. So I took like a six-month certificate in business and administration. And I had so much fun because my teacher, she was so cheeky. <laughs> and I laugh all the time. Is that at TAFE as well? Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah cool. I have always been a TAFE student. Yeah. I do love TAFE. Campuses are amazing. People make me feel I belong here. They are my family. I know mm-hmm. everyone teachers, people from the cafeteria, everyone, people like housekeeping, everyone. They are so approachable, so friendly to me since my first day. So I love them all. So even, you know, in this COVID time, that helped me a lot because Mm. it's my family around. They show through care for you. And they are doing amazing things, checking you out well, you're feeling okay. I started my interior design diploma, which I successfully finished last year, and I had the most beautiful and amazing teacher ever. So passionate about the industry, so knowledgeable, working, running their own business. So whatever they passed you was 100% accurate what is happening with the industry. And then just opened my mind. Because I always like interior design. I used to stay in my home by myself. And all my friends used to say, oh, this looks like a display home. It's just perfect. So I did my interior design diploma. I had no idea if I had the skills to be a designer. The only thing that I know is I do love this so much. Yeah. And it's the thing that I want to do the rest of my life. doesn't matter how much money I'm getting from this. Because one thing that I realized after my past life and my time here, when you do the things right, Money comes naturally, mm. so you don't need to be worried. Just be worried about doing things right. Right yeah. for you, right for people around you, right from the environment. So I got graduated, and then I decided to stay longer in Australia. So my plan was to apply after that for a post-studies visa, and then checking with my immigration lawyer, we realized my diploma didn't fit it because the post-studies visa requires 90 weeks, so I need to do something different. And my diploma was 60 weeks only. So the options were like to do a degree in interior design or do something. And I started checking with university and there's no way because I can't afford that. It's so much money. I promised myself never ever to be stressed making the money to pay something. So I'm not happy having three, four jobs like many students around just to pay like a university or an expensive Mm -hmm. degree. No, I want to pay for education because in my family, 
education is everything. Mom's speech was always, if you have education, you have power. Power of making decisions about your life. I'm happy with my job. I'm happy just studying at TAFE because I don't want to stress myself and deprive myself of spare time on doing things like going to the beach because here on the Gold Coast is such a beautiful weather. There's so many places that you can visit and you need free time to enjoy those places. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to spend my time in my life just working, working, working to pay a degree and start enjoying because I'm 46. I don't want to start enjoying my life after my 50 because probably I'm not going to have the teeth. I'm not going to have the energy. So I really want to enjoy my life now. I enrolled in this cabinet make course. I'm having so much fun because I'm building things. It's linked with my career. Mm-hmm. Because when I finished my diploma, I realized if you go into the industry, you are going to compete with people working in the industry for years. Mm-hmm. And especially with interior designer, every single studio is looking for people with a minimum three years experience. Because we don't have it, you need something extra to offer. And the best thing that you can do is have your skill sets with extra courses. Yeah. That makes you competitive. So doing my interior design diploma, working at 19, one day my manager asked me for advice because they want like a proper sommelier station. They had a very ugly table before. And I always yeah. made jokes saying, with this restaurant, with this interior, we can't have that ugly table to mm. perform like a sommelier. Can you please explain what a sommelier is? So what that sommelier is the person who knows everything about wine, is the person that can take you in one of the most beautiful trips to a winery and explain the grape, the flavor, how the wine is made, and how that wine can match with your meals. Especially when you work in fine dining restaurant, you have people willing to spend really good money in wine, so they need the proper advice. So anyway, he asked me if I was happy to propose like a concept. and say, yeah, I can gather some images and send to you. So I did that. I got a te- text message and he said, you know, I really like your concept. I talk about your concept around and they l- kind of like it. Could the you management. Please? Yeah. So can wow. you please make a sketch and say, yeah, I can do something quick while I'm drinking my coffee because you are interrupting me. <laughs> like a kind of joke. <laughs> anyway, I did a sketch. I sent to him and then I flew back to the Gold Coast. And I went back to work on Wednesday. And he, he came to me and said, you know, we really like what you did. Wow. Can you make this one for real, like a proper technical drawing? And I said, well, do you realize I'm doing just my second semester of interior design? He said, yes, but I really want you to do it because I like, you, I like your idea. I like what you're proposing. I mm-hmm. think it's perfect. So anyway, I started doing my homework, doing researches, start contacting supplier. I told my teachers, and they were super excited, super excited about my project and everything. They were always asking me and saying, do you realize you are just in your second semester and one of the most important companies in this country is asking you, just a student, to come across with a concept, even though it's not going to be paid, but do you, do you have any idea how much experience and what that's mean for you? And say, no, I do not. <laughs> I just I know I have a lot of things to do, and I'm a little bit scared because... I don't want to spoil it. Mm. So I started doing my researches, I started doing my technical drawings, and I sent everything. And then he came back to me and said, you know, 
are you able to come tomorrow at 4 p.m. and have a meeting with the person in charge of the design department here at the Star Casino? Because they have the department anyway. Yeah. And I thought, why are they asking me see if they have a department to do this? Anyway, I went there. I met this lady. She asked me a few questions. She liked it. But they were very skeptical. And I do understand 100% because I was just a student without mm. any practical experience before. And what started from like a just a sommelier station became more complex because they want to add some features. Mm. And I contact some supplier and say, you know, I need to do this. And they said, yeah, we can do, we have never done, but you have to provide every single specification. So I was writing a specification for a month. Wow. So I put everything together, they liked them. And one day I was in class and I got a text message with a photo. I said, oh, this looks like the unit that I designed. He sent me the photo and, and I replied and said, oh, this looks like the unit that I designed for you. Because I completely forgot it. Because <laughs> it, it passed a lot of time and said, yeah, this is your project. Wow. And it's already here and just arrived. And I replied and said, are you kidding me? No. And then he came back and said, I absolutely Love it. I run to work and I walked there to the restaurant and it was my first born baby yeah. right there. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. That project brought me my new client. I'm doing a house at the moment. They saw my job at 19. They approached to me because they had been telling I was the person responsible from that design because they said, you know, we are going to tell everyone yeah. you design this. I got this new client, they approached to me, they were buying a house, and I just presented my concept, they liked it, and we are just going ahead to place the order to bring uh, the furniture and, and all the things to start doing the interior. And hopefully the house is going to be ready in a month and a half. I want to create uniqueness I want to make the space to reflect the owner personality. Mm. It's, it's what I want. Honestly, I love it. I love design so much. I'm so passionate about everything. But you know one thing that I have learned in this time? I learned how to be passionate about life. All those things together makes me feel alive. And this is what I want to do. This is what I want to project. I'm so grateful for every single day. I'm so grateful for being in this country, especially in this pandemic time, which has been very, very challenging, very tough. I am the best and in the safest country in the world to face this. Mom and my brother, they got the virus. And mom has been in a lockdown for two years because she is diabetic. So when the virus arrived to Chile, she was the first one to get the vaccine. Yeah. And all my family was on top of mom in terms of not being exposed to get the virus. Mm. And to avoid that, my brother, he used to go into the grocery shopping and everything. And he wasn't vaccinated and he got the virus and he passed the virus to mom. And because she was vaccinated, she recovered yeah. without any side effects. But sadly, my brother, he almost died. Wow. Because the virus. So he got a stroke in his brain. Mom oh found goodness. him on the floor. And it was terrible. Every time my sister, one of my sisters, spoke with the doctor, the doctor said, he's not going to survive. There's no oh way. He got a goodness. massive stroke and he got 10 strokes to his brain. 
he's not going to survive. I start asking to the universe and asking people to send the right energy, mm. that healing energy. And so many people and so many friends that I have around the world, they connect with me and my family and my brother and then send such a beautiful healing energy and he recovered. My goal is to permanently here. I absolutely in love with this country. It's so different to so many other countries because nature, yeah. it is in everywhere. You turn your head around and it's green and blue. Mm. In Santiago, it is a beautiful city, but it's concrete everywhere. Every time you turn your head around, you see gray, 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 yeah. because it's concrete in everywhere. It's beautiful, high rises, glasses, steel, but it is not the same thing. Here you see, can see high rises, but mm. you have the ocean, you have the blue sky, there's no pollution, you have green in everywhere, so much respect for wildlife, true respect for the environment. You can't find that easily in any other places, and that is part of this culture, the culture that I love, the culture that I admire so much, and I really want to stay longer, and I really want to contribute to make the country bigger and better, doing things rightly, and helping people to build and create amazing atmosphere is what I wanted. I can give a piece of advice to someone. I could say, if you are feeling this now, take the risk. Because we are so scared about taking risks, because we always see a but behind everything. Or what if? What if I do this and it's not going wrong? But are you making the wrong question? But what if you do that and it goes well? If it goes well or not that well, you will learn something. And life is about that, learning. Trial and learning about something and growing from that and not making that mistake, not doing that again mm. or doing better the next time. If I can give a piece of advice to someone, take the risk. Nothing is scary outside of your bubble. So many good things and so many opportunities. Some of them are going to be amazing. Some of them probably not, but you will grow from everything. So take the risk and start living your life. This journey has been to find myself and I did it. Every time now I look at my reflection in the mirror, I can see myself. I feel happy. I love myself. I love who I am. I love the way that I act. I'm authentic. Honesty, loyalty, and love are the f values that move my life, and I want them to continue moving my life. So this journey has been basically about finding myself. Yeah. They were there. They came out at the same time I came out. So I can basically say I came out when I, <laughs> when I landed in Australia. Because you came out when you came out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, it is amazing. I am mm. traveling without baggage anymore. It's like, no, nothing. Yeah. It's just me, my energy, and my thought. Mm. When I feel overwhelmed, driving to the ocean and sit just there watching the ocean, closing my eyes and listening to the ocean, that feeling, it's amazing. It's just open my mind and take away from me every bad thought, bad experience, whatever. And I don't think I can find this in any other place. This is my home.
If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the International tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.